Welcome to the Limitless Millennials podcast with your host, Hannah Morth. In each episode, we'll bring you stories of inspiration and risk-taking, extraordinary entrepreneurial journeys, often with a dash of spiritual goodness, and tangible action steps to show you how you can create your limitless life. Now, here's your host, Hannah Morth, personal business coach, public speaker, and author. Hello, everybody. My name is Hannah Morth, and I'm here today with Elizabeth Modine. Elizabeth Ann Modine is an evidential psychic medium and the owner of the Sovereign Goddess. A natural intuitive from birth, Elizabeth has dedicated her life to making healing connections between transitioned souls and their loved ones, while encouraging her clients' personal spiritual development through impactful psychic insight sessions and one-on-one coaching. So today we are actually doing a super special episode. It is going to be our Halloween episode, and we are going to talk to you all about um, like paranormal sightings and experiences that Elizabeth has had. And I'm so excited to share it all with you. So, Hey Elizabeth, how are you doing today? I'm good, Hannah. How are you? I am doing very well. So why don't we just jump right into it and talk about your first experiences with the paranormal? Sure. So my, essentially my first experience, um, was in my childhood home. And I was about, I would assume about 12 years old. I can't remember exactly if I'm being honest with you. I was young. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was coming up the stairs from getting a laundry basket in my basement. And I turned around and there was a gentleman behind me. And scared the living daylights out of me. I dropped the basket, ended up tripping on it and smacking myself on the stairs, scrambling up, um, a screaming, crying mess. And my mom had already left. She was a school teacher and she still is actually. Um, She had already left for school, but my, my brother, who's two years older than me, was still there. And he heard me At that point, I had made it into my living room and onto the couch. And he was asking me what was wrong. And I scared the heck out of him, too, of course, because, you know, really early in the morning and you're getting ready for school as a child and your, you know, your younger sister comes screaming up the basement stairs. And I'm sure it absolutely, you know, scared the heck out of him, too. But he, you know, he came around and he's like, what's going on? Are you okay? And I told him what I had seen and um, he didn't believe me <laughs> at all. Told me that I was, you know, seeing things and imagining it. And we essentially brushed it under the rug and it wasn't talked about then for many, many years. I think I ended up bringing it up to him in, in my 20s. Um, and he remembers it. He still remembers it. Uh, but he he's when we've talked about it in recent years, he essentially says that that was the only thing that his mind knew to do because accepting that your little sister is seeing beings, um, otherworldly beings was too much for his little mind to comprehend. But that was the first time for me. Wow. And would you be willing to tell us some other instances that happened at that house? Because I do know that um, you had quite a few. 
absolutely yeah the the house was really active it was it was one of those houses that makes believers <laughs> out of people and I can't really explain why um, we never there was really never anything that came out of the property that was that strange um, it was just it was pretty active it's pretty active we I'm trying to just I'm trying to think of just a a story that <laughs> that maybe um, that maybe somebody else could relate to because holy cow I I remember being in the the kitchen quite a bit as a kid and knowing that there was somebody behind me. And once with my mother, when I was probably in the seventh or eighth grade, we were standing at the countertop and doing something by the stove um, with our backs turned to the doorway. Um, and... I remember seeing somebody behind me and when I was a kid, I did not, my family didn't recognize my gifts. We really didn't talk about them. If they ever came up, it was pretty much just hushed. Mm -hmm. um, and I was told that it just, you know, it was an imagination thing. Um, and it just wasn't supported. And it wasn't because of my, it wasn't because my family, you know, was trying to, was trying to har harm me in any way, you know, or, you know, or hurt my feelings. It was simply because they just didn't know what to do. Right. And we were Catholic and you don't do that when you're Catholic. Um, that's something that is very taboo in that religion. And mm -hmm. my family just really, <laughs> I think the, the, the best thing for them to do in their minds was to pretend that it didn't exist. Yeah. And so forever, I didn't talk about it with anybody. And so I didn't say anything. Um, but I did, I could, I could sense somebody. And I kept seeing somebody out of the corner of my eye behind us. And every time that I would turn, it was like, I could see this figure standing there. And I'll never forget, because it was the first time that my mom ever acknowledged one of the beings that I was seeing. And she looked at me right as I, you know, and looking back now, of course, this was spirit, but she, she managed to look at me right as I, you know, caught, caught the person out of the corner of my eye again. And I must have made a facial expression. I don't know, tipped her off in some way because she said, can you see him too? And I looked at her and then we didn't say anything else. And just, we just yeah. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, and so I'll, I'll never forget that. Um, I'm trying to think of another one that I've experienced with somebody there because those are the most fun stories. It's growing up a medium that didn't recognize being a medium. It was so easy for me to write things off in my head. You know, for so long I went through life thinking, that it was just my imagination and you you would be surprised at what you can convince yourself when you're you know when you're in this place alone and you don't have anybody to confide in and you're experiencing these things it's really easy to convince yourself that you're crazy <laughs> or that 
you know, I mean, it is. Yeah. I mean, that, that, that creak in the floorboard was just because the house is old or that cupboard door shutting is because, because of the wind, even though the windows aren't open. Absolutely. (laughs) And so when you have, when, when I had the opportunity to experience spirit with somebody else there to validate it for me, that was always such a supreme gift to me. And even if we were terrified of what was going on, it was comforting to me in a way because it validated, oh, I'm not crazy. You know, other people are experiencing these things. And so that time with my mom was was really one of the first times when I realized that these things really were happening and it wasn't just in my head. Mm. And I'm, I'm trying to think of another time where I, where I experienced the paranormal with another person. I'd actually really love to interject here and say that Elizabeth and I actually grew up together. We are childhood friends and I experienced quite a few things at her house. And I was somebody who was a definite non-believer in ghosts and spirits as a little kid. You know, it was just, you know, that's what my parents told me, you know, spirits don't exist, ghosts don't exist. And I believed them until I went to Elizabeth's house and experience things firsthand. And so I'd actually love to talk about a couple of things we experienced together that were pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, why don't you take, why don't you take it from here? It's up to you. I mean, I want you to interject. <laughs> okay. So I, I'll like start it from my perspective because this is what I remember. And mm-hmm. I don't even know how old we were. I think we, oh, and the girl with the red Yes. Okay. There's a couple. So, okay. There's a couple. (laughs) Suddenly got very exciting in here. Yeah. Um, okay. So I don't know how old we were with the first one. Um, I think we must've been in like the ninth grade, ninth or 10th grade. With which one? The barrels. Oh gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Because the other one was when we were younger. So also the barrels. that was like the catalyst to me really waking up to my gifts. Like that was like the time period where things were going crazy in my house because spirit was so adamant about getting my attention. And they did a good job of that. Um, (laughs) I guess everybody, yeah, I think we must've been in the ninth or 10th grade. I would almost say ninth. No, 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 no. It had to have been around 10th. 10th. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And I remember, I don't know if I like had just come over or, yeah, no, I had just come over to your house and it was probably like a weekend or something like a Saturday and we were going to hang out and we were sitting on your living room couch and all of a sudden we started hearing this rolling, like it sounded like barrels rolling on the ground Mm -hmm. above us. And so we checked to make sure that nobody was home. We thought maybe it could have been her brother, but there was absolutely nobody home. And so we went upstairs to look at what it could possibly be. It it was loud. Like it was loud and it felt like, or it sounded like it was heavy. Mm -hmm. Absolutely no clue what it could have been. So we went to go check and there was nothing up there rolling around. And so we got the hell out of there. (laughs) (laughs) Booked it out of that house. (laughs) You know, you got to laugh about it because at the time, I remember being, I remember looking over at you, Hannah, and I had been dealing with this stuff for my entire life. 
And I want to preface by saying now that I am an awakened psychic medium and I acknowledge my gifts, I take ownership for my gifts and I take ownership for my soul's journey. I do not have this going on in my life. However, I was an untapped psychic medium kid who had been suppressing my gifts for as long as I can remember. And so as a result of that, you're going to attract crazy stuff. Mm. And I know if you're a parent listening right now and you have a sensitive kid, you know it. this happens so often because when children are when they're un when they're untapped if you will when they, when they don't recognize what's going on and they're told that it's something that's fearful that's what manifests as a result that's what you draw in and so i do want to interject and say that because the spirit that i work with now they're loved ones and they're beings of white light these beings that Hannah and I are talking about are cheeky monkey spirits. They're just kind of racket. So just want to add that in there. <laughs> so no, I, I'm glad you did. Cause I'm sure that there are people out there who are wondering what is happening in their houses and they have no clue why. Um, Absolutely. So that's a really good explanation for that. So it's just kind of setting some boundaries. Yes. And yeah. recognizing that you're the person in control any at any point you're feeling insecure you have the authority to tell that being to leave and it has to obey you it has to and if it doesn't then calling in a paranormal expert or reaching out for advice in the paranormal community which is also something I, that i am involved in i'm a paranormal investigator and we can get into that a little later um but there are resources out there for people going through these experiences. So please know if you're listening out there and you're like, oh my gosh, like this is what's going on in my house. There's people out there like me. Absolutely there is. And there's resources that can be supplied to help you with these situations. I love that. Thank you for sharing sure. that. Of course. Um, now I'm forgetting where we were in the story. <laughs> I mean, I think that was pretty much the full extent of it. Do you remember anything after we left? <laughs> oh my gosh. I think we went to my house. I think we did too. I remember yeah. looking over at you. That's what I wanted to say. Because oh, yeah. that, that is like the one part of <laughs> memory that I, I still see it in my mind. Because I had been dealing with these things for as, for as long as I can remember. And when I would have the opportunity to experience the paranormal with somebody else, it was, it was always, it was a melancholy feeling, you know, because you wanted to be, you wanted the person that you were with to be comfortable in, in the, your place, in your house. Um, but at the same time, it helped me so much mm -hmm. because it showed me that, you know, I wasn't crazy and being able to look over at you. And I remember just seeing, I mean, you were terrified and I felt so horrible but at that point in our friendship, and we were young, I mean, I think you say 10th grade, but I, I think it was ninth, Hannah. I mean, it's because possible. I think that it was. 
but I remember just looking over and knowing at that point that you were experiencing what I was experiencing. <laughs> and even though it was like absolutely horrifying, it meant so much to me as a person because it allowed me to believe that what was going on was real. Mm. So I think that's something that I don't think I've ever even shared with you. No, I don't think so either. No, but it. I remember it being like a special moment in its own really, really weird way. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad I could be there for that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah sorry. <laughs> uh, no, don't be sorry. Uh, I know the other instance that I wanted to bring up was, it was something that I don't even think that you were really awake for. And it was something that I experienced by myself in your house. Yeah, I wasn't awake for that. Yeah, I didn't think so. Mm-hmm. Um, so there were three of us. Or yeah, so we were having a sleepover and there were three of us. And uh, you know, we were sleeping on like the living room floor, probably like stayed up late watching cheesy kid movies. And we must have been in like the fifth or sixth grade. Mm-hmm. Somewhere around then. Um, just eating like junk food. You know, just had like a fun girls night. Um, and then I woke up and I remember looking at the clock and it being, I don't know, maybe like 4 a.m. I think it was just around 4 a.m. And I looked over at the computer that was across the room and there was a girl sitting in it and she was wearing a red hoodie, like a bright red hoodie. And I just chalked it up to it being, um, I don't know, like one of like your brother's friends or even the yeah, I think I just talked it up to being one of your brother's friends. At four in the morning. Yeah, at four in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> and just, you know, whatever. They were in high school. I know. I know. It's um, funny. Just chalked it up and went back to bed. And then I woke up a couple hours later and the third girl who had slept over, besides me and you, uh, was gone. Yes. And we talked to her and she had actually left at, at like two or three in the morning or something like that. Yeah. Um, walked home. She, yeah, she like walked home. Um, we had no clue, didn't even notice that she was gone, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. So she had walked home and so she wasn't even there. So it couldn't have been her. And then we talked to your brother and he was like, I didn't have any girls over. <laughs> I didn't have any friends that were girls over or any friends at all. I don't think. No. Um, over. Yeah. So we had no clue who it could possibly have been. Um, and so we realized that it was a spirit that an actual person. <laughs> well, and that and was really she, horrifying for me. Yeah. Well, and that was a spirit that made that made her presence known quite a few times in that house. And throughout my childhood, that little that little girl, I mean, I think we you and I experienced her and our friends experienced her more than anybody else. Mm-hmm. Um I, there were, I mean, there was a couple spirits. There was a spirit in the basement of the property. Um, the gentleman that I saw quite a few times, but I have no clue. I mean, because I moved out of that house before I really accepted my gifts, I just, I moved away from that and I never really went back. And so I recognize that there were all of these like, these spirits on that property, but it's, it's still a mystery to me why they were there. Um, but that child, that little girl that we saw and that we experienced quite frequently and that people that we were with 
Um, Hannah and I were really close friends with two other boys in high school. And I won't mention their names just for confidentiality, but very good friends. I mean, we hung out with them dang near every day Mm -hmm. and neither one of them were believers and which makes, which makes things all the more rewarding in its its own way. You know, when things do happen, when people do experience things, because I can't imagine going through life not having spirit. And so being able to experience it with people that haven't ever had those experiences is really such a gift. But these two boys, they did not. Like they were, they were non-believers. Yeah, and I remember like joking with them and be like, wait till you guys experience oh, something. Because at this point, I had experienced several things and was like a full-fledged believer. Yes. It was just, it was, there was no denying the things that I had experienced in that house. Mm-mm. And so we would just, we would just make fun of them and joke a little bit and just be like, yeah, wait till you experience something. Absolutely. Well, and at that time it was like such a, it was still such a taboo thing for me. And I do I totally remember that. I remember like chiding them and being mm-hmm. like, you're going to, like, it's going to happen. And when it does, like, you know, like you'll see that we're not crazy. And lo and behold, <laughs> those little stinkers decided they were going to prank Hannah and I. We were downstairs doing something. I can't remember, but probably making food. Did you say making food? Yeah, making food. In the no kitchen. doubt. No doubt making something yummy. And, um, I had like a living room set up in my bedroom. Like I had like couches and it was just kind of like a hangout spot for my friends. And they were up there just because I don't want to say they were in our, they were in my room because that sounds probably kind of weird (laughs) to most people. But just, I had like a living room set up in my room for my friends, like couches and love seats. It was huge. It was an enormous room. So they were up there and decided they were going to play a prank on us or do like, oh, we're going to spook them, you know, like scare them and like make fun of the fact that they think this house is haunted when it's not, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and if, I, if any non-believers are listening, like that sounds like something that you would probably do, you know, make, make fun of somebody. You're like, just joke around. They weren't being malicious. It was just like, ha ha, we're going to goof, goof one on them. Yeah. And um, I'll never forget this either. Coming up the stairs. <laughs> Coming up the stairs and them just tearing out of that room. And uh, you know what? I don't no, They were in the, they were in your closet. I I was going to say I don't even remember them tearing out of the room. All I remember is seeing their faces and just being pale as sheets. Yeah. No, so they were hiding in the closet because they were going to to, like jump out at us or I don't know what they were gonna do Something. yeah but then all of a sudden like we just got we just walked into your room and they like popped out of your closet like sprinted over to us and they were they were just like yeah pale pale as a sheet as you said pale as sheets terrified, terrified. and then we didn't really talk about it they just said that they felt they were <laughs> sitting in there I know we laugh Hannah but holy cow <laughs> 
they were sitting in there and I just imagined this like because I've I've been there I get it you know and all of a sudden you just feel something and you're like who I am not alone right now and they got what they asked for so and they never made fun of us again they never made fun of us again (laughs) oh my gosh I love it thank you so so much Elizabeth for sharing those unique and spooky stories with us um i hope you had as much fun as i have i did absolutely hannah thank you so much for having me be on your show absolutely i'm sure that we will be doing this sometime soon again but thanks again and everybody have a wonderful rest of your day happy halloween and i hope you enjoyed the show until next time friends Thank you so much for listening to the Limitless Millennials podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with your friends and head over to iTunes to leave a review. We truly appreciate your support. And if you're looking to connect with Hannah or today's guest, head on over to www.limitlessmillennials.com. Until next time, friends, keep on living your limitless life.